It's the 10 to 1 podcast with your host, Brad Oman, featuring Ben Conowitz and Nate Laux. And here's the podcast. Hi, guys. How are you? We, we're boarding a yacht, evidently. That sounded very, very aristocratic. When's the last time you boarded a yacht and I've, someone announced uh, your presence? He's well, got more money than uh, us. So nah, never, might. honestly, never, ever. I got on a dinghy once. <laughs> hey! Uh, you got out your dinghy once. <laughs> Lady, there's a whale on your boat! Oh, no. David, David Spade, everybody. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> this it's is the Saturday Night Live podcast. podcast. We like to recap and review new episodes of Saturday Night Live. We've been doing it for a little while now. Uh, and we are back with a new episode. Uh, this is hosted by Travis Kelsey. He is the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. He recently won the Super Bowl after defeating his brother, who was a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, but it sounds like uh, Jason Kelsey also got a little bit of a consolation prize by being able to appear with his brother on Saturday Night Live with musical guest Kelsey Ballerini, who I have been told is some kind of country music ballerina. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, here here we are. We have a whole new episode of Saturday Night Live. It's uh, the middle one for a back-to-back run of three, uh, following the uh, dismal Woody Harrelson episode. Still disappointed about that. And uh, I'm going to go out on uh, a limb early here and say that we did not improve very much this week. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, you you guys, are wrong. No, you guys you, are you full. You need to rewatch it. No, no, I don't need to rewatch anything because I don't have time to sit and just let just just watch so, this lumberjack mannequin try this, to, to think, make to make I talk. Think, I think you decided you didn't like Travis yes, Kelsey yes. before he came on the show. Here's you the, did, and here's, everything he said and did, you didn't like. Because I don't. You don't I like don't him. like Travis Travis Kelsey as a person because I think he's loud and he sounds li- li- just like the the every every cliche of a douche bro you can imagine. I want Ben is right here. I wanted him to be good because I want SNL to be good. I found myself disappointed over no. and over and over again. I think that there consensus were only, there were, opinion would be disagreeing with. There you. were two sketches that I thought he was he was good in, and there I think there's a good reason for that. But we will get into it as we break down the show. Nate, let's kick it off. No, I I, I want to push back against that yeah, because you, can, thought, you can't just wait wait until we get into the no, show. You no, don't get to no, give your opinion. I'm the host. You don't get to give your opinion, and they go, "Oh yeah." And now let's later on, you guys get to talk. The ten to one podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> Here's why this episode sucks. And you know what, Nate and Ben, you calm down. <laughs> you you'll have your minute. Hey guys, yeah, you'll get your time only, later. Here's a here's a question for you. There's only one other active athlete, professional athlete that has hosted SNL. Who is it? Active, a- active, active. It's Peyton Manning, right? No, active, Brad. Yeah, so meaning they still. You cannot take your opinion seriously. Didn't, no, they but Peyton Manning's been retired for sixteen no, no, years. But when Peyton Manning hosted, wasn't it also like this? Where it was after the Super Bowl? Okay, no, you forget. Okay, we're gonna. Ben, ben take it, take it, did I misunderstand the question? Yeah, active means they're still playing the sport no, no, now. But I, but I thought he was talking no, no, about like, n- like now. I thought he was talking about when they hosted. No, like he's saying there are two hosts, former hosts that are still active. Still active. Travis Kelsey now. being one of and them, and LeBron the, James being the other. Thank you. Yep. Michael Jordan. Oh. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> Mr. T. Yeah. You know what? It was. I um, think. I think. You know what? I don't. It Paul was Simon. Frank Tarkington. I think Fran Tarkington. I think Brad didn't like that Andrew Smooks wasn't in this episode. That's probably it. And I mean, that was a bit of a bummer, but and so he decided I mean, he, he didn't was like he this was episode just, he was cut for time. I'm be honest, yeah. I didn't didn't even realize that until you said it right now. So, uh, Melly Carney wasn't either. Yeah, and and they were not in the cut for time though. Nope, no, they they had the week off. All right, let's move on. Uh, we'll get to the way we run this podcast is <laughs> we just disagree with Brad immediately. Uh, uh, I'll read this this sketch, who wrote it, and uh, a little bit about it, and then we'll talk about each one. We like to hear your feedback, what you liked about the episode. Please do comment uh, in our our posts on Facebook and Twitter and things like that because again, it means a lot to us. And this is for us creating a community around Saturday Night Live because not all of our friends, not all the people we know, love Saturday Night Live, and we've been able to meet some of you out and about, and uh, we really love it. So, yeah, and we value your opinions, unless you agree with Brad that this show is bad. You're the worst. All right. Yeah. Cold Open, Fox and Friends, Dominion Lawsuit, written by Allison Gates, Streeter Seidel, Ken Sublett, and Brian Tucker. The hosts of Fox and Friends, played by Mikey Day, Heidi Gardner, and Bowen Yang, discuss the news that Fox News is being sued for lying to viewers about the 2020 election, which is true. It also features James Austin Johnson as Mike Lindell and Kenan Thompson as O.J. Simpson. The thing... We, we we typically don't love cold opens here. Um, 
Well, not 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 all cold <laughs> opens. Nope. We typically I just hate uh, as a blanket we, statement. We typically have not. That has not been our favorite part of the show in recent and especially in recent years. Because this season, yep, not been politically. Great. Yeah, and unfortunately, they leaned back into doing the Fox News pundit morning show thing kind of thing. It's a recipe that we all know. I the, didn't hate this one though. The, the one that I did appreciate is I, I did love James Austin Johnson doing a very good. My yeah, Lindell. I didn't. Yes. I didn't mind the Lindell stuff. I didn't mind Pilomina, the, which made me laugh. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> the the OJ Simpson thing was a funny touch at at the end too. Yeah, uh, Bone Yang as Brian Kilmeade is a is a great see, character. Yeah, we. I don't I'm know not, what Brian Kilmeade sounds like because I don't watch it like you do. But like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really liking it. Really? No, I don't. It, it and work. I love Bowen Yang, but it, yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't, I, it doesn't I work think it's for funny. Me. I um, think it's funny. It doesn't work for me because like he's not really doing much of a character uh, in the way that Bobby Moynihan used to do Brian Kilmeade. Sure. Um, and so like it's just part of me feels like the gag is like, oh, we're gonna have an, an Asian actor play Brian Kilmeade because who the fuck cares? No, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't think that's what it is. I think that he just doesn't do it. Uh, uh, play him dumb, like. Like Bobby Moore, I don't even want him to play him dumb though. I just want him to do something that is distinct. And I just don't know if there's a lot of other actors in here right now, cast members that could do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, but I, Bowen Yang's not doing anything special for me with with this character. But also, I just don't like this iteration of Fox and Friends. Uh, Heidi Gardner's great. I think she she made me laugh a couple times in some of her things where. You like know, confusing McDonough with whatever yep, the murder yep, that was. Uh, yeah, that was good. The case is wide open now. You know, kind yeah. of thing. Uh, I didn't. So. I, again, of all the ones we've seen, Recently. there have been some really bad ones, and this was fine. It just wasn't great, uh, but it definitely wasn't bad. It was. It was bad. All right, moving on. It wasn't bad monologue by Travis Kelsey, written by Mike Desenzo and Jake Norwin, hosting for the first time the 2023 Super Bowl champion for Kansas City Chiefs. Travis Kelsey talks about playing against his brother in the Super Bowl in his old reality dating show, Catching Kelsey. You know, I know you don't like Travis Kelsey, Brad, but I actually started to kind of feel a little bit like he's clearly a bro. He is. He is. But there was a part of him in this monologue that made me laugh. Obviously, he gets sentimental at the end. But to make fun of his go, go, go. And to make fun of his reality TV show, to make fun of you know all these kind of things, his brother cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, it was a great addition, not only in the monologue, but in the sketches as well. Yeah, guess what? I wish his brother hosted the show instead. Jason Kelsey seems like a real good time, and I would have loved to have seen him <laughs> host, real, host the show. Real, real good time. Yeah, seriously, I would have loved to, to have seen him host the show. You just don't like Travis Kelsey. Wait, what, hey, what, who hurt what, you? Yeah, he's, he seems who to be a, a nice enough person. I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> <laughs> he paints his j- e a g l e s e l e. Yeah, that's Brad every Sunday. He just lifted up his uh, uh, shirt and actually has a tattoo. <laughs> yep, yep. I've been keeping a secret from you guys. You are a dirty bird. I fly to every Phillies game. <laughs> Phillies. I, I every to, Phillies. Phillies game. and Eagles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have several professional sports teams that I like to support. Clearly, and you know a lot about them both. Yes. Right. Thank you very much. Annie Hoozle. Uh yeah, so I I like the the monologue enough. I mean, I cut athletes or anybody that's not an actor a lot of slack when they host the show. I like that they're outside the comfort zone. I'm not I was not expecting this to be like, wow, what a what a prolific actor. That's not to me this that's part of the fun is really watching him try I mean these are guys that are just doing something completely outside of their comfort you just zone have and trying. Fun with yeah, it, yeah, right? yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun to watch him flail and try and r- struggle to read. Jesus Christ. No, what what no. hurt you? Here's the thing. I have had fun with athletes hosting the show before, especially if they're not particularly great at acting, because sometimes it's fun to see them step into a character that they're not particularly good at, put on voices they're not particularly good at, that kind of thing. But it wasn't even fun to watch him fail. It was this weird middle ground where he was talking at the same volume the entire time, almost shouting like he was shouting on a football field, and not even particularly doing anything interesting. Like, if he was trying and failing, I would have respected that. He was trying. But he was never, ever, there was only one time he ever put on an actual character voice, and it wasn't even, like, bad enough to be funny in that way. And it was that, that was one of the things that was most frustrating to me, is that it wasn't even fun to watch him try to be funny. I disagree. It was, it was so bland to me. I, I, I agree with Ben here. So moving on, American Girl Cafe. A sketch I did like. So this is this is what I I'm saying. I really like this. I sketch. thought I thought he surprised me in this sketch because he was a lot funnier than I thought he would yes. be. Written by Mikey Day and Shooter Seidel. 
It stars a man played by Travis Kelsey and his dolls enjoy lunch at American Girl Cafe. It also features Mikey Day as the waiter, Heidi Gardner as the manager, and Sarah Sherman and Keenan Thompson as the customers. When Travis moves the doll's head yes. and makes her arms wave, how did you not laugh at that? That was hilarious. He really didn't like this. That part is funny. The funny parts of the sketch come from the premise and the writing itself. To me, Travis Kelsey's not bringing anything to this sketch. He's barely reading the lines off of the cue cards. He's saying them with no real inflection whatsoever. The least he could have done was like try to at least have a voice that sounded like he was pretending to be a fancy person in this thing. I felt like he the was trying thing, to be fancy. See, no, that's like, the only list I'm going to be on is world's hungriest customer. Yeah, like, he's no, trying. But, but the thing though, for me, like it's it's not en- it's not enough. There's so much more you can you can do with it. I don't care if you're an actor or not. You know how to play up being fancy. The the funniest thing about this is seeing him in the suit it's a sight gag that's it he brings nothing else to the table as far as the comedy is concerned the only funny things come from the actual lines that are funny themselves and he almost ruins them uh, I disagree. I disagree. Uh, I thought. I thought he you guys. Had, you, you guys are sports bros. You guys like. Oh, I love seeing my my quarterbacks and my tight ends come in and yeah. do do I some. I just feel like it's, I don't inherit. It's an incredibly hard thing to try to attempt, and he did his best. And he, what do you expect? And I don't. I, I, don't I don't need anybody to waste my time trying their best on Saturday Night Live. Okay, that's what it is. What the show's supposed to be: putting people that don't do sketch comedy in sketch sure, comedy. Guess what? Charles Barkley doesn't do sketch comedy, and he fucking cracks me up when he hosts Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but you like basketball. Yeah, it's, I mean, you I do. I, feel like, I do. Like, yeah, but I, like, I don't you like Charles Barkley. You like that era and Peyton of Manning. Peyton Manning. Okay, but Peyton Manning is like an all timer for me. He yeah, is so good. It, it, Peyton Manning is basically a comedian and an actor. Like he's he's he has that. Listen set. to his yeah his uh, uh, Sunday night uh, uh, with his brother. It's yeah, just literally he's, he's really really so funny. funny, naturally funny. Uh, so you like this one? Ben. I love this sketch. I really did. The uh, you know, and I don't care if it's a side gag. Putting him in a, a fancy pink suit, having him wave the arms, having him. Uh, but anybody w- could have ha- done that, and he did it worse than anybody else. No, no, uh, because he's this huge hulk of a man that looks like that. That's that's half the joke is the side gag, and he is an enormous person. And you see this enormous person. Take so the, then have the Detlef, have Detlef Schrempf come in and do it then, and we'll laugh, would, we'll laugh just as much. Your at 90s least Detlef Schrempf acted on Parks and Recreation. Your, it will be your moderately 90s funny. basketball references are, are really losing the crowd here, buddy. <laughs> he gets up and puts the doll next to Keaton, and you bring a snack like that in here, or a stud like that in here. These are, it was funny. George Murasan is funnier in My oh Giants. Oh my God. It's, it's actually because he's Romanian, it's Jorge Murasan, but whatever. We'll let it go. No, right. one, no one ever called him that. Uh, the Romanians did. <laughs> <laughs> You're only saying that because you have a Romanian wife. Yeah, it, he knows. And your wife probably walks around being like, oh my gosh, we we love Jorge Mirosan. That's her grandpa's name, actually, as well as Jorge. Oh, Mirosan. so that's Are why. That's sure? why. Her grandfather's name is Jorge Mirosan? No. <laughs> oh my God. We learned your grandfather is Jorge Mirosan. Yeah. Is that why you're so tall? Yeah. No, her grandfather. Oh, that, yeah. No, yeah that would be weird. Yeah, yeah. All right. Please don't destroy self-defense. Written by Martin Hurley, John Higgins, and Ben Marshall. Three guys attend a self-defense class that doesn't go quite as expected. Did you like this or not, Brad? I like this one. This is one of the two sketches. Because it didn't have Travis. Oh, it did have it Travis. It did have Travis. Yeah. yeah. But in limited amounts. He's and, d- and he's doing nothing except st- shouting his lines and not doing any character and work. And please don't destroy Wes Hilarious. This was easily the best sketch of the night. Uh, whoever the old woman is they got for this sketch was hilarious. The way that she like re- reacted and turned on a dime and like just, she was. The Russian per- roulette bit is escalation done very well. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And so. and They're, they're so skilled at escalation. Though. I mean, there's, yes. there's never a problem. And what you guys. see here, and I think that this this is where where I was frustrated because you see that there is potential in Travis Kelsey to do something yeah. w- that works. He's significantly better in pre-recorded sketches because they're able to do multiple takes. He's able to everyone get some, is. He's able to get some direction yeah, from no no everyone that, is no there. no no. That's the thing though. Like the the cast of Saturday Night Live is always good on, on SNL for the most part in live sketches as well as pre-recorded stuff but for 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 Travis Kelsey he needs that extra time to be able to do it so that he gets some direction well no shit but that's the whole part it's the whole point of the show but th- that's the thing though to do it live and it's it's terrifying but and you exhilarating. can do it live you can do it that live too no, you, clearly a lot of people can't yeah and so you see you're trying and that's what's frustrating he's no, not, here's the thing is I thought I, I expected him not to be able to do it live, and he he surprised me. He he was better live than I expected him to be. Oh, did you what did you did you expect like a dumpster truck to show up? Well, we've had some pretty terrible episodes, right? We're after the Woody Harrelson. Here's another one. Wait, wait, wait. Which one? Here's another one. No, did you like this one better or the Woody Harrelson one better? 
I like the Woody Harrelson episode better as a, as, a, as a whole. You are nuts. as a whole. You are nuts. as a whole. Wow. You are drunk as on a power. Whole. You are drunk on power. The Color Guard sketch is better than any live sketch oh. in this entire episode. The Color Guard sketch is a great sketch, but that doesn't mean that the whole like the sum of the parts. There were the good fancy. Sketches in the here. two yeah. guys talking at the world's most beautiful gym is funnier than nope. any live sketch that in this an episode. Okay it was only an okay sketch. That was not funnier than the American Doll sketch. The American yeah, Woody Harrelson's monologue is funnier. Than <laughs> the American doll. Just because he finally said the things that you've been thinking for a while. And riding on bathroom stalls around town. Oh, hey, you know what? Don't get shots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's next? Mama's Funeral, written by Gary Richardson, Ben Silva, and Asha Ward. A funeral service planned by a, a woman's lover, played by Travis Kelsey, goes off the rails. It also features Keenan Thompson, Egon Woden, Punky Johnson, Sarah Sherman, and Devin Walker. This wasn't a great sketch. Yeah, what's he? What's Travis Kelsey even doing here? Is he doing a southern accent? Is but, he trying to put on a vaguely black voice? I don't know what he's doing. It, but, but it was bad. The sketch wasn't good though either. Like it, there was there, you could have put um, you know Michael B. Jordan in there, Pedro Pascal in there. It wasn't a good sketch. It but at least you would have had like a, someone good as as the host then. <sighs> No, I will say the one thing I thought was funny in this is I thought Egan Woodham did a good job of doing the, being. Yeah, I was going to say I don't. I didn't have a problem with the sketch. I really didn't because of Egan Woodham. I kept waiting for the next thing they were going to do, and it did escalate. They kept doing crazier and crazier shit. I found that really funny, and then I also really liked the cast uh, reaction over and over again. They were looking at each other, and it was. Punky Johnson was getting into it, and uh, what's the uh, uh, Devin Walker? Mm -hmm. Devin Walker. Yeah. Uh, so. He, he still is on shaky ground. He still hasn't found his footing. He's still very stilted when he's he, like he's in the American Girl doll sketch, which again they didn't really even know how to end that one. That was no, a that, that was the weakest part of that. Like, sketch. But he comes over and he's he's staring at the cue cards and very stilted. Like Travis Kelsey performed his lines better in that sketch than uh, Devin Walker did. He did. It was it was not great. Um, but this sketch. I really did think that the three of them on the base of the bench, you know, watching, uh, were funny, and I I thought that uh, you know it's probably they're they're writing you know uh, these things in like the stuff that Travis Kelsey obviously would never say, uh, a, a lot of black culture things, and yeah. it was an ego norm being the puppet basically. I I thought it was fine. It wasn't the best sketch I've ever seen, of course, but the the physical comedy part of it it was unique. It was something new. I hadn't seen that done before. All right, so Ben uh, loves the funeral sketch, one of the best of the year. <sighs> You are saucy tonight because we don't agree with you, and I don't like that. the The jealousy doesn't look good on you. All it's right, not, it's not really jealousy. It's it's frustration with your taste in comedy <laughs> at this point. All right, I thought I thought like we had a good thing going here, and now I'm questioning this whole dynamic. I just want you to give Travis Kelsey a little grace. All right, no. All right, moving on. Straight male friend. I don't know how you didn't laugh at this. This was funny. Written by Shooter Seidel, Bowen Yang, with an assist from Alex English. An ad depicts a low-effort friendship that requires no emotional commitment, financial investment, or drama. With Travis Kelsey, Bowen Yang, Heidi Gardner, and Chloe Feynman. I admit, Travis Kelsey didn't have to do much in this sketch because that's the sketch. And that's why this that's was the sketch. And that's why this was the second best sketch of the night. This one was the one that I liked because, again, pre-recorded, he's able to do multiple takes. He's really just playing a version of himself. How do you know that? How do you know he's playing a version of himself? I've seen him talk at football games. I've seen you him interview. You watch football. Hey, th this is how Travis Kelsey talks all the time. Uh, I uh, I came out here to host Saturday Night Live, and I'm really having a great time. My mom's here. I just had a bag of Cheez-Its backstage. And and uh, they, they were salty and cheesy and good. Travis Kelsey. I hope Travis Kelsey beats your ass. I would love. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Travis Kelsey? Come find oh me. Oh, my God. My address is. <laughs> ben, what did you think of this one? Uh, no, I, I really liked it. I think that. I think the premise is better than the, the sketch. Yeah. Um, I think they could have done a little more with it. But for what it was, I mean, it's a very easy sketch did to you do. Guys recognize the set, by the way. Uh, no, what? not what they reused the wing pit sketch. Uh, oh, uh, wing pit. yeah, that's funny. they even that's have wing pit in the back. <laughs> nice, yeah. did they really? Yeah, oh, that's funny. That's great. Uh, and I, one thing I actually appreciated about this is that, uh, how subdued Bowen Yang's performance was. Like, he really leaned into like somebody who was doing like one of these like medical commercials, yeah. just talking calmly yeah. to the camera. He was great, know? and I do like uh, the him talking about the differences between you know having straight white women friends and and straight white uh, or straight male friends. That was that was really really funny, going off the rails with the drama stuff, uh, and them like getting in the background. She's getting up and storming off. You know, there's little sight gags like that were fun. But I really, uh, he's like, yeah, man, it's, 
sorry I was such a pussy about my dad. Because <laughs> yeah, we like, know guys like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then like feel the need to be, I mean, I really have had conversations like that with grown men. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was fine. It was really, really fine. All right, moving on to a sketch that probably didn't work as well as they wanted to because some of the physical things didn't work out. The, yeah. Um, Abby, the ex-girlfriend, written by Jimmy Fowley, Allison Gates, and uh, Kiara O'Sullivan. Is that right? Yeah. You're the one who made this discovery. I, know, I don't know. I know, but I forget it. Julie. Her name is Julie. <laughs> Abby, the ex-girlfriend, written by Jimmy Fowley, Allison Gates, and Kiara O'Sullivan. A woman named Abby, played by Heidi Gardner, which... I feel like every Heidi Gardner character is an Abby. Um, <laughs> runs into her ex-boyfriend, played by Travis Kelsey, and her and his fiance, played by Chloe Feynman. Travis's brother Jason Kelsey, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, of the Philadelphia Eagles of the National Football League, makes a cameo. Um, the walk was from dinner to the movie. Yeah. So this sketch actually was first. Uh, it was a. It was cut from the Jack Harlow episode, and so they've been sitting on it for a while, and they brought it back. And honestly, it, it worked perfectly. I think in that you added um, Jason Kelsey, who was I think the best part of the yes. sketch. Yeah. Uh, the, that humor there was great. Yeah. Um, and that, so it's a little bit of meta stuff too, which is great. Like I, you know, I beat him up because I totally could. Yep. Like it's, he's talking to his brother right there, rather than being the character, and that is hilarious. Oh, like, his brother. The physical, the physical stuff. Obviously, <laughs> Travis Kelsey was supposed to cry right. tears. It did not work. I, um, I'm not sure that he what was he though, because I'm not sure if he I was. I think he was. A part of me, part of me was just thinking that they just did that as like a, he was about to, but they weren't going to have him sit with the, no, the mechanics think, the entire. Well, and sketch. They, they didn't cut quick enough. Yeah, they, I think I think that. I think that's that's what not it was. his fault, by the way, Brand. No, it's, it's not. But I, I don't think that they were going to have him do actual tears. I, blaming I, him for I think it was meant to be like end quicker than that. Did you right. guys like the physical part of that? Because we've seen other physical comedy stuff if like that, and it's been if it would have worked better, it's worked pretty yeah. well this season. But I thought this was the weakest part of it. Sure. But I, but I think Heidi Gardner's performance made it work still, just because she was so frantic and chaotic about it, and the way like it was squirting out was so dramatic and like it, she which, tried to drink it. Yeah, at a it, certain point, which clearly, I lost my shit at that. By the way, I'm like. What the fuck did I just watch? And I also don't even know how she did it because it clearly did get in her eyes. How, I don't know, I don't how, know how, how you keep out, doing right? the performance when it's in the. Yeah, so was but, it connected to her her thumbs? I'm no, not at all. I'm willing to bet that what it, it was some kind of thing where like they had something on the side of her eyes and it was a mechanism that would like pump it through. And or they, something they like covered that. it with a wig. Yeah, so I saw the. I did see the plastic hose behind her. Yeah. Oh, you did. I didn't. Yeah, see as that. she as she walked into the scene. Uh, she walked slowly enough, and there was like there's literally a cord, like a plastic hose, like an aquarium cord behind yeah. her. And I'm going. I, my first thought was, oh, this is going to be a puke sketch, because usually when you see that, yep. uh, they're going to start throwing up. And I was getting or ready for that. Or a super but, bloody sketch. Yeah, yeah, but that was. I mean, Heidi Gardner's performance in this did save. It was like it a fucking robot in this yeah. in the sketch. Yeah. It, it wasn't the worst sketch of the night for sure. It was. It was okay. It yeah, okay. I, I, the I, reveal that it was one date. Yeah, you know, yeah. in 2019, yeah. there were some really good lines in there. But, some I, but again, this was a time too where I felt like Travis Kelsey's delivery totally ruined some of the jokes because the the, the, the way he said things, he didn't. He oftentimes he didn't deliver lines with the proper inflection or like or something like like the way he read them was like he was reading a children's book for the first time, and it really frustrated me because it took the wind out of the sails of a lot of punchlines. They yeah they they did a they tried to do a good job of keeping him. You know, he didn't have a lot to say, which is not his strong sport. Like, right? He's not an actor. Talking. So, no, just uh, inflection and, and Unless he's yelling delivery. or saying, more, more, more. <sighs> you know, you're never going to. They should have just had him play Cookie Monster in every sketch. I think his brother's sweater looked like Cookie Monster at one he point. He did. It was awesome. awesome. <laughs> it's a very fuzzy sweater. Also, uh, Jason Kelsey got to kiss Heidi Gardner. Are you a little jealous? Were you a little? Oh, man. I saw that and I was like, wow, I'm going to start playing football. Yeah, you should. It's time. You're only 42. 41. 41. <laughs> Spring good. chicken. You're only 44. Hey, uh, 41. Tom Brady was still playing for another 10 years. So. Yeah, I'm fine. All right. Uh, this is the time of the podcast of the 10 to 1 where we get out our brandometer and ask uh, whether or not we think Brad liked the weekend. It was fine. Update. It was fine. It was fine. As we talk a little <laughs> bit, um, Brad's got a brandometer where he likes or doesn't like, and it's usually. The metric on this is whether or not the hosts, Michael Che and Colin Jost, had enough physical and emotional connection yes. during the the uh, weekend update bits. Um, so, uh, what did you think 
I you think even the though, even though is Brad high was or low very or? much uh, just uh, ruining the the bit uh, <laughs> as he does as he does in this episode because he's clearly just very he's mad very he's mad. mad he's mad um, I will say that the the fact that Travis Kelsey's hosting this show means that we're at an all time low because no matter <laughs> what it's going to be bad Travis Kelsey wasn't even in Weekend Update it, oh not at all but that doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. Doesn't it, matter. It, it doesn't matter okay twenty so uh, all time low for the season I'll say forty. Um, and he and he's super wrong because it was a good weekend update. Go, Brad. You guys are way off. It's def- it's definitely in the, in like the mid seventies because despite the fact that Travis Kelsey ruined Saturday Night Live for me this weekend <laughs> and possibly <Shit>. forever, forever. <laughs> weekend update was actually still still Brad, pretty good. Brad's literally online going bring back Woody Harrelson. <laughs> there wasn't um there wasn't nearly as much of the interaction with Joe and Che as there was last weekend, which was phenomenal. But they did have another bit that felt like Che giving Joe a joke that was like intentionally. You know, fitting into his the fictional racist character that they've played for for Joe's, which was fun. Uh, but yeah, weekend update overall was was solid, uh, and it did benefit from not having Travis Kelsey in it. <laughs> All right, let's get into some bits here. Weekend update: the first bit was Dilbert on Scott Adams's racist rant, written by Michael Longfellow, Gary Richardson, and Will Steven. Dilbert, played by Michael Longfellow, stop. Sorry, weekend update to discuss Dilbert's cartoon creator Scott Abbott's. Uh, Adams's racist rant. Uh, kudos to the costumer. Um, did a great job of again. My hair is skin. The makeup on the head was holy shit, terrifyingly good. But, yeah, too but good. I didn't think this was that funny. No, it was it was dry and it was it was okay. I felt like it, it would have been better, but I also just don't know what else you do except make some references to Dilbert Comics and also take down Scott Scott Adams in this uh, Dil- one, you know? Dilbert is, is is predicated on stupid office humor, right? Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, very, very pedantic, yeah. boring yep. it's a, office space level office it, humor. You needed to do that better. Not I even think. office space. That's like that's no, insulting that's office space. Yeah. Office space is hilarious. No, it's like uh it, it's sorry, it's, I meant like the monotony of like like it's like Dilbert is like the one scene with Bill Lombard saying, okay, we're gonna need to TPS report. That you know in a, but it's forever. I That's do, all Dilbert I, is. Yeah, I do get what you're saying, and in 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 a way that that is accurate. But I think that Dilbert is is somehow even more. It's four thirty on Friday. And I just dry. got called into a meeting. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, I bet we get are going to get another memo. This could have yeah. been an email. Yeah. So like I felt like that. they needed to do that better though. Like yeah. they needed to make those a little more painful. I have never actually heard a joke fall so flat as for his first attempt at a joke, which was and then the punchline was a memo. Yep, and, and that, it was it was their attempt at like, oh, this is Dilbert humor. Yeah. The audience didn't even know what to no. do. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it you completely can, you, fell off. That's really hard when you're yeah. going with bad humor as the humor. Exactly. It's hard to do. Yeah. And and that's why I felt like they didn't they didn't get it. Well, that's a big part of what made this whole episode really bad. It was just like leading with bad humor from Travis Kelly. Oh Kelsey. my god. I think that if, again, I'm going to rank this as not, my favorite episode of the year. Just not, to piss go ahead, off. ruin your <laughs> reputation, not sir. A, uh, not a writer on uh, a comedy writer whatsoever. Uh, my only feedback on something like this could be that Michael Longfellow is so good at leaning into something not working that he really they could have escalated it in that way, where it's like, huh? Because yep. it's an email, get it? Like yep, that. Yep, that's yep. The, what I was looking for. Because they, it, it felt again as we're idiots talking about this, but it felt a little bit like it didn't know what to do. If it wanted to make fun of the Dilbert character in the the, the glasses, and I can't see anyway, kind of thing. Uh, because that's that's not a joke, from what I understand. Dilbert would say, right, right. You know what I mean, um, and so you you pivoted P- to kind of pick a lane here. You pivoted to let's make fun of the character, which is fine. That's a fine lane to go in. But then you went back to making terrible jokes as Dilbert does. Yeah, it, it didn't really it know what it wanted to do. It seemed confusing to me. But I a, will again say that the customer, whoever that, they need to raise, that was incredible. It was amazing. Yeah. And it wasn't the worst, right? But it no. just wasn't as good as I thought it should have been. All right, we can update something I did love. Punky Johnson and Mikey Day oh, on their man. 2023 Oscar predictions. Punky Johnson and Mikey Day stopped by Weekend Update to discuss their predictions for the 2023 Oscars. You know, we, we talked about this before. Uh, I think we all appreciate Punky Johnson, but we, we, we don't think she's perfect. found her lane perfectly yet. She's done some good sketches, some you know, but never really been the featured part of this. What I loved about this is this was two friends coming to the Weekend Update desk, almost like they did in the 90s a little bit, yeah. having fun. Yeah, for sure. And, and I loved every second of it. I it, love to think about this as a, they were absolutely writing together to I think do that's something. Absolutely. And what this happened. organically happened. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Why don't we just do that? Yep. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I love. I, I, I love. Totally I hope that's that that's what, what happened. You know, um, is I think this is probably Great. what she does in real life. We can <laughs> we can make something of this, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this, Brad? No, I th- this was a lot of fun. There was just a lot of natural humor that came up for the way the way. Mikey Day was talking about it is like he's like no no you need to understand this is all very his, real and, and what's I the word Pucky, uh, in, Pucky, in, incredulity like he, he was yeah. incredulous about it like I you guys have to understand how weird it is yeah. that she herself is a celebrity and is very famous and I thought Pucky Jackson was know. the best she's been yeah. in almost anything yeah. she's done so yeah. far it was she really was so good. funny really she really was charming funny. it was it was great and I want to play that I played that game. I was playing the game. Well, look, you know, we have another podcast on Go Flix Yourself. I yeah. texted you guys that uh, <laughs> one of your own former hosts, right, was very much similar to that, yeah, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Former guest. Former, former guest, guest yes. Former guest was yeah, yeah. very similar to that. Yeah, so. the, the late Joe Starkey was very much clueless when it came to identifying people and, and movies. <laughs> and he, So much he that he made, he made a game out of it where he would describe in his own Joe Starkey way. What Not the, joking either, right? This yeah. is oh, yeah. exactly well, what you I, know, is the, the, uh, the guy, uh, Aaron uh, uh, Long, Long, Longheart, uh, kind of looks like, and he was in the, so I think he was in the AT&T commercial, and it's like, Aaron Eckhart? Yeah. <laughs> From Batman? <laughs> no, what are you doing? You know, I love that so much, and Punky was hilarious. Yeah. It was a good bit. All right. So we had three weekend update bits. We I don't think we had three for a little while. So the final one, Sarah's News, uh, birthday edition written by Dan Bulla, Martin Hurley, John Higgins, Ben Marshall, and Sarah Sherman. Sarah Sherman stops by weekend update to celebrate her birthday by taking over and giving her version of the news. Uh, this was actually previously cut from the Woody Harrelson episode last week. Um, so they had been working on this. And I don't know what their decisions are, if it's just time or if they sometimes watch a sketch or a bit where they say, I think we can punch that up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I love it. I, I thought it was great. It was hilarious. Her relationship with Colin Jost and their their comedic kind of timing there is always great. My family watches she didn't, this show. She didn't lean to this just in, which is a bit I love. Right. You could have done it and I'd still been happy. Um, she did it like once, right? right. Or maybe twice. But um, she kept it other things. They're finding ways to keep this fresh and it was relevant. great. I, I, I really it. liked it still. What yeah. you think? It wasn't as good as the previous installments, but it was still very funny just because it's Sarah Sherman as as herself, you know, doing this, this great bit that she's created um and yeah i don't I, tug on my pant leg with your bare feet colin <laughs> yeah it's such a weirdly specific yep, thing and yep. then to follow it up with like uh, shoes don't have toenails like what what That's i love about so that weird. type of stuff too is again obviously a bit pre-planned but there was nothing colin jose could do at that moment to show people that wasn't yeah. him <laughs> yeah and so those good. are the best types yeah. of things i think is where it's like he gets red because you can't prove to them you're not right. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoy when they do this. I don't. I, it's it's not overstaying. It's welcome for me so far. If they want to do it, you know, three times a year, or whatever. It's I'm I'm here for it. It's yeah. Great. All right. Then after weekend update, a photograph of John Head, one of the original editors of SNL, is shown in silence. I think he was an editor for about ten years. Uh, as we talked about in previous episodes, there's just a lot of old guys, staffers, yeah, staffers, you know, that are getting old and they're passing and. Um, passing it on to a, a newer generation. Obviously, John Head wasn't still working for SNL at the time, but um, it's just, I think, s- symptomatic of uh, handing the baton on to a sure. new generation. Absolutely. All right. Family Meeting, written by Dan Bulla. Two parents, uh, played by Ego Nuotum and James Austin Johnson, host a family meeting with their children, played by Devin Walker, Chloe Feynman, Marcelo Hernandez. I'd love to get a DNA test on that to share some important news. It also features uh, Brad's favorite, Travis Kelsey. Um, family meeting sketch previously cut from a Pedro Pascal episode. What'd you think? That, that's probably maybe why uh, Hernandez was in it in the first place. Do you think they had to rewrite that part? I don't know. I mean, they called attention to it at the end, which I actually thought was, yeah. was a funny way. It was to, really good. We did get, it sideways. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, how do they explain <laughs> I, that? I honestly thought they were going to do an adoption thing, you know, uh, for all three of them or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know where this was going at first. Oh, but, well, I, I got a spoiler alert for you. It went nowhere. Oh, I thought it was fine. Oh, I was um, uh, I, I thought um, James Austin Johnson does a great Michael yeah. McDonald. James um, Austin Johnson w- was my favorite part of this I, of this sketch. And watching that I, I go to Autumn was fine too. There was nothing wrong with her performance. No, she she was okay. I I just didn't really like this sketch overall. Because Travis Kelsey's in it. The no no. I mean, he did ruin it. Um, <laughs> but the uh, there was a weird part in the sketch where it felt like they were doing a sketch from like 1995. Where they like did reaction shots to each of the kids for no real reason. Yeah, yeah. There was no, there was no, nothing happening where Some like they directorial needed directorial those... decisions in the yeah, sketch. They yeah, they didn't need each of those reaction shots. It did shots. feel a little dated to me. Late or sorry, early two thousands, uh, late nineties. They did a lot of family sketches like this, yeah. where the parents talked to the kids about something. Um, but this was a sketch. Will too. Ferrell was in a lot of them. These kind of things. Yeah, and and it just that that did seem 
a little bit older there, but the song made me laugh. I thought the song the was song fun. the song was amusing, but like I, again, I I was so frustrated by like the way Travis Kelsey was delivering God. his lines and the way he like he he's sitting there in the chair and he just like he it's it's almost like he. He was very enthusiastic. That's the best compliment I can get him because he he it's the only compliment you gave him. He, absolutely, uh, because he he did have like a, a, a positive energy going into it, but like it just didn't do anything to like make make him funnier. I will tell you when he he took his verse of the song and he spells his last name, but then he doesn't spell the entire last name. He spells like the first seven letters and then says ski. Yeah. And it made me laugh. And then, then the kids coming over the top, like, that's not why we're confused. Like, I really did laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's what hard I, I thought it was, I think it was it, as my kids would say, mid, but still, not bad. Low, Low mid. No, no cap? No cap. <laughs> as the kids say. <laughs> Keeping it 100. <laughs> have either, Go make a meme. <laughs> now, you guys have been in relationships for a while, but uh, I've been married for freaking ever. Um, <laughs> wow. wow. 18, she does not listen. Eight, no, she doesn't listen. 18 years, I think. Um, so, have you guys ever used Hinge before? I don't. I didn't even know what that was. No, honestly. Hinge came like just after I was done with dating apps. Did you use Bumble? No. Okay. I used Mesh.com. You used eHarmony, right? No, no. I used I used uh, Backpage.com. <laughs> wow. That's how you met Brittany? No. That's, that's how I met the hookers. <laughs> before Brittany. All right, Jesus so Christ. Garrett from Hinge, written by Jimmy Fowley, Martin Hurley, John Higgins, Ben Marshall, and Bo and Yang. Um, kudos to the Please Don't Destroy guys. They're just writing so much, yeah. um, and they're, I think, also working on a film right now. So uh, these guys, I think I think they got a future, guys. Uh, I listen, I know that everybody is going to shit on this sketch, but I really think that I could watch Bo and Yang take this character and do so much, does it, anything, and I would laugh. When he walks in the mirror, he's like, you don't kill these people. Yeah, I really I found this very funny. There's a lot wrong with it, but I was laughing a lot. And when she was like, "Will you please not stand like the character on your shirt?" and like, there was enough here that I it made me laugh. It was it was weird enough that I laughed at it. You didn't laugh. Uh, I laughed at Bowen Yang here and there, but uh, this was this was another one where Tra- let me guess. Travis Kelsey ruined it. He did. He did. He really did. He was awful in the sketch. This was I, one of his worst, like, uh, just offenses of the. So entire there night. were sketches where he was better. Because yeah. you didn't talk about those. No, no, I did. The two pre-recorded <laughs> sketches. He was he was very funny in. See, I don't even remember what he did in this. I he, he wasn't a part of it really. He was just like there, and it, this is a Bo and Yang and Heidi Gardner sketch. But he he flubbed uh, like two or three of his lines. Uh, one of them he said in the most unnatural, inhuman way I've ever heard anybody say any line of dialogue ever. What was it? I don't even remember what it was. So but it doesn't matter. It, it, it did because it, it was it was it was meant to be something that was like a a, a punchline, and it just was like, what are, what are you doing, guy? Like seriously, what are you playing football? Bowen Yang was was very funny in this, and I wish that this the premise of this sketch wasn't wasted on somebody like Travis Kelsey. There's like no, three Travis sketches. Travis Kelsey didn't ruin this sketch. The, the 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 sketch, in my opinion, w- had some funny parts to it, but it, it needed punched up still. There, yeah. there was too There's much of this work to be done for sure. You could put somebody else in Travis Kelsey's position; it still wasn't going to be a great sketch. Yeah, in its current form, I absolutely yeah. agree. I don't think Travis Kelsey helped it, though. That's fine. Um, yeah, that's fine, fine. I'm not sure there is any helping Travis Kelsey at this point. You need to stop yeah, your hate. Oh, so take away his, his Super Bowl ring. He's, well, he still have another one. Take, it, take them he's both. Won, he's won yeah, twice. Right. He, he got in trouble in high school, and he has still two. He, 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 he smoked he, the marijuana, and he it was yeah. dumb in school. He admitted it, and he still got two Super Bowl rings. It sounds yeah. pretty dumb now. Oh, my God. All right, moving on. Yeah, moving Too on. Hot to Handle, written by Rosebud Baker, Coy Feynman, Jake Norbin, and Kiara O'Sullivan. Contestants, Travis Kelsey, Egon Odom, Chloe Feynman, Bowen Yang, James Austin Johnson, Sarah Sherman, and Devin Walker of a popular dating show, Can't Stop Breaking the Rules, with Punky Johnson as the announcer and Heidi Gardner as the voice of the host. Um, this didn't work for me. No. Um, it wasn't good. This is Next. one of those things where... Uh, Keenan Thompson needs to be the bartender, and Kate McKinnon needs to be the uh, bar. That, that's, that's exactly, exactly what, what I thought. Yep. Yeah. Kate McKinnon and, and needs to be in this. Sketch. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe Feynman was doing a poor man's version of the, the Kate McKinnon last call, and character. it was terrible. 
Yeah, and, again, and this is the one where Travis Kelsey had nothing to do with this. It was just bad all around. No, no, he did though. Still, because oh, oh god. god, I tried to give you a little bit. No, of a, no, just leave him alone. No, for no, one minute. no, no. Everything is, comes back like, to Travis like, Kelsey. Oh, for you know you. what? He didn't even try to put on a voice. You know he tried you know, to do an accent. No, but I know, but that's the problem. Is he, he was did. standing on the side of the sketch, not even in the sketch, and you're still getting and mad at him. And it wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was sitting right there on the couch. I know, couch. but I'm just saying. It was he like they they gave him a bad British accent to do, and it wasn't even funny watching him do it poorly. Everybody did it poorly. No, but that's the nobody had a good British accent. But everyone else's accent at least sounded like somewhat convincing, like a trashy British accent. But you wanted he, him to try one, no, and he did. Now you're shitting all he over He didn't do well at failing even. He was this bad Man. the entire evening. I could not stand watching Travis Kelsey struggle to walk and talk. How a man who can play professional football cannot read and walk at the same time is confounding to well, me. Well, maybe he was nervous. Maybe he's a piece of shit. Oh, God. <laughs> you really hate I don't like when someone ruins Saturday Night Live for me. I'm, I'm, I know, I'm, but you have you let him ruin yeah. Saturday Night no, Live no, because he didn't for I us. didn't let him because I didn't ask him to host the fucking show. No, but like I said, we I had a no good one, time this no time. One, no it one was came better to than me. Woody Harrelson. It was. No one Quite came to better. me and said, Brad, do you mind if Travis Kelsey hosts? And I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's give him a shot. No. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't even want to see athletes host SNL Here's anymore. the thing is, you, you were an not- athlete to the table at SNL, I kick you in the nuts. Selective outrage, right? Selective outrage. No. Because you were not mad at Woody Harrelson last week. I was. You did not the, sh- no, you did not share. No, you, you were not. He was terrible. He was terrible the whole episode. The vitriol the episode, was, but, he but was the terrible. vitriol. But he's still an actor. And, yeah, exactly. And he did he crappy. Should, he should have so much more rage pointed at him because he's a fucking pro. That would be like if Travis Kelsey tried to play football and was fucking terrible at it. I wish Woody he Harrelson's was. a fucking actor and he shit the bed so hard yeah. and you're yelling at this friend. football Peace. player Preach. who's not supposed to be Woody a Harrelson good actor. Woody excuse though. He's high. <laughs> bull, bull, Tra- I mean, Tra- Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey maybe as well. That's. I mean, we'll never know because his personality doesn't seem to change. I will tell you right now that you should be so much more mad at Woody Harrelson because he failed at the thing he's supposed to do for a but living. But I can't be and mad at Woody. Seen him do good things exactly. before. I'm, an, I'm not going to be mad at Woody Harrelson about that because because you're afraid you might have to interview him one day for Slash Film. No, you don't want him to listen. Yeah, to and this. you'll never have to talk to Travis Kelsey. And I'll, I might. Okay, I might. I he, might have. To he talk might to be him. our friend one day. Yeah, he, you don't I, know. You know what? Do me a favor. Go, you, know what, you know what? Go talk to Travis Kelsey. I would love and ask and and ask him what what the fuck were you doing? I I I think that you're just upset over over a lot of stuff and it doesn't really do with him. Okay, buddy. Layers of I mean, we need to peel back on my yeah. Did you get what bullied by a football player? What's going school? on, buddy? Hey. Tra- Travis Kelsey. Touch. <laughs> 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 Let's just move on. All right, that was a bad sketch. Uh, that was the last one of the night. All right, yeah, cut for time <laughs> sketch. NFL gives back written by Mike Desenzo, Heidi Gardner, Jake Nordwin. And this cut for time sketch, an advertisement shows how the NFL gives back to the community. Oh, what did you guys think of this? This Why was should this in the have show? been in the show. This was so good. You could have played this sketch five times, okay, calm down. and okay, it would have yeah, been easy. better all right, all right, than right, any yeah. of we the live it. sketches. We get it. We get it. You're, no, no. you're really beating a dead Kelsey here. I wish. The, I wish I was. The This sketch really could have easily replaced a lot of things, and I really wish they would have included it, because... This is exactly what you should do when an athlete hosts. You or lean a in, non-actor, You right? lean into what they are good at, and be, he's a big guy, so let's do that. Plus, they they grabbed the center from the 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 team as well. He was hilarious, and him picking Aguinaldo up over and over upon her request is the one of the funniest things I've seen this season. Yep. Like, do it again. Do yeah, it no, again. that was a, that was a great bit of physical, physical comedy. And again, Jason Kelsey shows up his his brother because I thought he Justin Kelsey was very funny and Justin charismatic. Kelsey. Did I say Justin? Justin Jason. Kelly. Justin Kelly. <laughs> Jason. Jason Kelsey was very funny in in this sketch. I, I felt like he 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 had a better, more natural delivery. And I like I I, I would have liked to have seen him host the the show instead. I I really would have because there wasn't an, an air about him more like, it felt like he. He didn't know like necessarily is, like how to be in front of the camera. Yeah, he's like thirty six and like an old man. That's probably why you like him. But yeah. um, uh, he's. Pretty I cool. do have an affinity for thirty six year old men. He yeah, also doesn't beards. look with big like beards. You, no, but he, you've he said this multiple times. He doesn't show. look the part though. J- J- uh, uh, Jason Kelsey doesn't look like a. He bro. looks like a bro. He, he looks like a, just a big dude yeah. with they, a big beard. They, they both look like lumberjacks. Uh, no, but Travis Kelsey looks like an absolute bro, Adonis bro. But he talks like his one too. Brother, That's the more yeah, he, concerning he's, part. He's kind of a Rob Gronkowski. Absolutely, hundred percent. Right? But at least Rob Gronkowski has like a natural charm about him. There's nothing charming about Na- Travis Kelsey to me. I don't know what happened. Like, I think I think it's because Gronk. Seems I like don't see he, them differently. I think it's because Gronk uh, feels like he's a bit of a bit of a dummy, and so like there's there's a bit of like a, like like oh. Like that. Kind he is of, a like, bit of a dummy. Yeah, but I think Travis Kelsey is as well, and he admitted it. Right. He barely passed high school. 
Sure, but like most football players, <sighs> his brother was like. I, this is an st- enigma over here. I don't. I don't know what we're doing anymore. There's no point in arguing. Travis not, Kelsey doesn't even know what enigma means. <sighs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, but yeah, no. This, this guy. I. I don't even know why this didn't make it into the show. I don't know if it was a thing where like we'll have too many pre-recorded I sketches. I think that's what it was. But because like especially after the sex they had, the success they had with Peyton Manning's United Way commercial, why wouldn't you do something like yeah. this again? It's, yeah. there, it's there's so no way funny. This, there's no way this tested poorly or didn't get a reaction at the at the uh, um, dress dress rehearsal. Yeah. Would you have taken out? Would you have? Flipped it with any of the pre-records. I think you could have lost uh, the the male perf- single single male friend. See, but that's sketch. a really good one too. Like that, it was were... no, it was it was one of the sketches that I really enjoyed. But I, it's uh, this this to me was funnier, and I think it made better use of Travis Kelsey as uh, you know as as a quote unquote actor. I mean, this could have the the Love Island thing could have gone the the mm-hmm. too hot to handle. Let's not insult Whatever Love Island. Fuck, Love Island's a classy oh program. The problem is, God. like I said, I think the, the issue is not that. It would I, I think it had to replace a, uh, a pre-tape yeah. because yeah. There's, they ch- try to only do like two of them, yeah. right? Uh, an episode. Okay, but you can do three, plus a one, one. Please don't destroy. You, you can do three yeah. one time, especially if this maybe is a that please good. don't destroy had theirs in. If they if they weren't there that week, maybe you could yeah. put another one in. But um, it was really funny. I think if the commercial was shorter, they could have done it. Uh, people listening, you probably don't. If you watch the show, you might not check out the Cut for Time stuff. Find it on YouTube. This is especially one you're going to want to see. Absolutely. And then look us up, the 10 to 1 podcast on YouTube as well. We're on there. Yeah. Right, let's move on to, um, we'll go with uh, Sketch of the Night. Uh, ben, let's start with you. Uh, I'm going with uh, uh, American Girl Doll. I really thought it was a well done sketch all the way through except for the ending, um, which they don't know how to end things anyway. Honestly, when he took his huge man hands and turned the doll's heads and it started waving. It was his, I was, it was really laughing hard seen, yeah. and, and it and made me laugh organically. So that's my favorite one. All right. Brad, what do you think? Please don't destroy was the best catch of the night. Do you want to unpack that or no? No. <laughs> You're just so mad. Travis Kelsey was in that. I'm surprised you picked yeah, that Yeah, seriously. He, he worked better in that because he, they were able to give him some direction. My son said it terrible. felt like Napoleon Dynamite a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would probably do American Girl Doll as well. I thought that was funny. Um, it was a concept that I, I thought was, I hadn't seen this season yep. yet, and so I really liked it. All right, MVP of the night. What do you guys say? Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, we'll go with Brad. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, I think. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you really came around. You really, really convinced I, yeah. you. Uh, initially, I wasn't a big fan of him, but ever since I heard you talk about him, I was like, you know what? We should probably give him a chance. I've never uh, known Brad Omen to change his opinion on anything, so no, I know that's not true. No, no, I have changed my opinion on some things. Like one time, I uh, I didn't like pickles, and now that I'm okay with them. <laughs> uh, no, I think Heidi Gardner, uh, I think deserved it. She she had a lot of fun, even in the sketches that didn't work Agreed. very well. She did a lot of a, a great mix of different kinds of comedy. She did she did some physical stuff. She did some character work, and she was I think she was the clear MVP. Of that that was my pick as well. What was yours? I, I'm going with Bone Yang. Okay. I really liked him in the uh, the single uh, male friend commercial or whatever that was. I liked him in the Stuart Griffin weirdo. I yeah. really liked that character, even though it's still it was something it, different for him. It's, right? Yeah, it's it's a rough sketch, but a uh, rough draft, I should say. But there is something there, and uh, and again, I, I do I don't mind him as a Brian Kilmeade. I, I think that it could be pretty funny. Um, and so overall, I think that he he when when he was in the show, it was very funny. All right. Who is on the episode next week completing our trifecta of episodes? Next Jason week. Jason Kelsey. Yeah, Jason Kelsey's coming. Jason Kelsey's beard. Only the beard. Yeah. And they're going to have Jason come in and just kick Travis right in the nuts. And just then Brad will applaud. Split the uprights and SNL. We can be done with the show. It's great. We who's, did uh, it. who's hosting, Brad? Uh, Wednesday star Jenna Ortega, who can also be seen in uh, the upcoming Scream 6 or Scream VI, which is hitting theaters this week. You can check that out on the big screen. Is anybody calling it Scream VI? Yeah, lots of people are actually. The the, <laughs> the Scream fans are really uh, stickler, sticklers about reading Roman numerals <laughs> out like that. Uh, it's mostly you... because they haven't had Roman numerals before, so they're really milking it. Gotcha. Now, I think I'm the only one that's seen Wednesday here, right? I, I, so I, I actually just started watching. I've seen two episodes. Oh, now. you you talk so much crap about it on it's, our other well, podcasts. My uh, my my mom heard that it was pretty good from some of her school friends, and so she wanted to watch it. So I was like, all right, yeah, let's give it a shot. Uh, it's okay. It is, it is, I think it's fun. It is honestly exactly what I thought so far. It feels like a uh, like a macabre version of Harry Potter. Like that's 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 yep. really what yep. it is, and it's it's fine. There's there, there's some cool. It creatures. sounds as good as Stranger Things, but it fits that kind of yeah. 
you know essence a little bit. Yeah, I do. I I appre- the thing I like the most about it is the uh, the stuff that I like from Adam's Family, which is like the the dark, dry, macabre humor, and I love the way that's sprinkled throughout. I feel like they're trying a little too hard to make it this Stranger Things esque monster mystery, but it's. I think it's it better actually as the season goes. I think it ended very well. Yeah, and I'm excited about the second season. Right. Um, and she's it's pronounced macrame. <laughs> so are you guys excited about this episode next week or no? Uh, I am. I'm keeping the bar kind of low because we just had Audrey Plaza on. That's what Wait, I. Wait, uh, who's that? Oh, uh, uh, Aubrey. Is it Aubrey? Yeah, Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey Plaza. Jesus. <laughs> Aubrey, please don't destroy. Was on the show. Uh, I think that th- th- these are very similar actresses. And our issue with Aubrey Plaza was we felt like she didn't come out of her her kind yeah, of sarcastic she, she's a professional a bit actress that couldn't act. She was just she herself a little bit. Yeah. So I, I need Jenna Ortega doesn't have the same issue. I've I've heard her in interviews and stuff like that. She doesn't have the same uh, kind of like natural delivery where it sounds like it's she's being sarcastic unintentionally. Um, but Jenna Ortega does can have the same presence that Aubrey Plaza has, but it's clear that it's more of a performance than it is her natural. Well, hopefully, that's, what I, that's my fear is is she's still fairly young. Yeah, she, she's at the top of the game right now. I mean, she's doing really well. Um, lots of projects that are coming out. Wednesday Adams or Wednesday is, I think, the number one streaming thing on Netflix, other than uh, Stranger Things season four. Um, and so she's very popular, right? Um, my, my fear, though, is that she's not going to be herself on the show, like like herself to do the the sketches. Because again, you have to have fun with it. You have to go all out. You have to. One of the youngest then, people that did the best was Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Because she just she just leaned into like this is who I am. Well, she's got such a flamboyant personality. Well, and that's the thing. Anyway. It was, it's it, it, at a young age she was able to do that. This uh, Jenna Ortega, I'm sure, is just still kind of kind of finding she's her way. Talented. I, wa- I watched she's her. Did talented. you watch her hot ones? No, I didn't. I watched her hot ones, and she she has a very natural like ability about yep. her. She's she's not always you know she's like, not Wednesday Adams. Yeah, she's definitely not Wednesday Adams. I'm sure they're going to do something though about Wednesday. Oh Adams. yeah, sure. They, I mean, you you would hope so. Yeah, it'll be her and Chloe, uh, Chloe Feynman as Thursday. <laughs> cool, probably. Uh, <laughs> I'm not joking. Exactly. That's exactly what they're going to do. And I'll watch it. <laughs> all right. Well, find us online. You can go to the 10to1.com and we'll, we're, all of the episodes, past episodes are there. You can also find our social media sites on there as well. Brad, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ethan underscore Anderton. Uh, you can find me on Slash Film where I post my new reviews of Saturday Night Live uh, on Sunday mornings. Don't read new this episodes one. Very yeah, it, it, this one was just it's a bunch of pictures of Brad's middle finger. I hate over Travis and over Kelsey yep. over and over yep. again. Jack, uh, a picture all, all work and no him writing it in blood. I yeah. think you'll find the reviews actually nicer. <laughs> it's still it's still so, very so, much so not organic not, not organic you just had to fake it it's still, no it's it's still it's just because when you're writing you have to like yeah. you have to hone it you have to, you have to <laughs> edit it you can't just go oh I'm Travis Kelsey yeah or I like yeah, or I would cool. I could have just like typed just fuck you <laughs> like really long with a lot of O's and U's TK well, we're really sorry Travis we know you're a listener of the podcast and uh, you can feel free to just uh, I'm proud of you man you, yeah, did, you, you did your best you, out there you did your best uh, and it wasn't the worst episode it, it was better than Woody Harrelson and you know who's done it five times. I didn't expect you to be a proficient actor like I expected Woody Harrelson to be a proficient actor because that's not your trade, buddy. Hey, you know what? You hit uh, a low bar. Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> thanks a lot. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the episode again. You can find us on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, and then go to the 10to1.com. Leave a rating. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, again, participate in the conversations oh, online. Oh, especially if you disagree with Brad. <laughs> yeah. You, you give us five stars, but say Brad is wrong about most yeah. things. Yep. Five stars. That's my favorite type of review. Yep. Mine too. So, um, all right. Me, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah, just, yeah, send it directly to, to, to any of us. Thanks for listening. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Bye bye.